You are. That's how we starting. What's good, y'all? You always do the intro, though. <laughs> I don't. Welcome to another episode of How to Build a Dream. How to Build your... How do I... I don't know the name of this, this podcast. Episode, hold on. This episode... Is... <laughs> I still don't know the name of the podcast. <laughs> How, How to, to build, build your, your own dreams. dreams. Okay. Yeah. How to build your own dreams. We had other working titles that were all kind of around this. That's why I get confused. Right. It may change. It may change. True. Welcome to another episode of the How to Build Your Own Dreams podcast. I'm Erin Knight, the co-founder and president of Build Your Own Dreams. Yep. I'm Brandon, also co-founder and VP. And today we are in Austin, Texas. Um, my current... Do I say home city? I don't know if I claim Austin like that. Where I you, love Austin. Where, you, <laughs> where <laughs> you, know, you reside. Yeah, this currently where, where I reside. reside. Um, so, yeah, we're in Austin. We're in the crib all right now. Uh, we're chilling. We just got from a very, very busy, productive weekend. Oh, sheesh, yeah. Um, but before we get into that... Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Before we get into why we're in Austin or why Aaron's in Austin, um, we're going to kind of recap some more about Tulsa. There's some points you wanted to hit on um, that we really go, didn't go into detail from the last episode. So we're going to kind of talk about that while we was there in Tulsa. We can kind of do a brief recap in case somebody missed last episode, and then we can just jump right into it. Yeah, so I think every time we're in a city, the reason that we want to record is because we want to tell y'all what we learned, and since we didn't hit that. Um, so we were in Tulsa for a music conference and festival. Spark Summit was the conference. Dreamland was the festival. Yeah. We were there to speak. I spoke on day one, and then Brandon and I led a breakout session on day two, and we vended both days, um, sold the T-shirts, so it was also... Pu- it coincided with the dream tour. Yeah. And um again it was some very very dope speakers. Um I can't remember the names. <laughs> you, Ty Baisden who yeah. is Brent Fire's manager. There's Yo Phillips who's one of the greatest writers of our time. Um he's a most notoriously DJ booth, but he also just wrote a book with Ty Baisden. Um, I'm about to say, yeah, shout out the Culture Playbook. The Culture Definitely Playbook. Definitely tap in. I started it already. You need to read it if you are even curious about the music industry. Yeah. It's just about a mindset. So even if it's not music, you should read the book. Um, and then also, La Russell was there. Hey, La uh, Russell is our favorite. It's shout different. Shout out, La Russell. Ah. It's different. <laughs> um, good company. La Russell is our favorite case study right now um, in the music industry. Uh, Guap Dad is one that we consistently follow. La Russell's up there with him right now as people that were just consistently studying in the industry. So it was really dope to see the way that he thinks. He gave a keynote, broke yeah. things down, and then yeah. we got to also watch him perform. And we met him, and he's just a cool guy. His team is dope. Um, his mentality is dope. Yeah. So, yeah, speaking of La Russell, man. He got something um, that really hit home to us. Um, he call it the 10,000 shot theory. And it's basically, if you shooting 100 shots, you shooting 1,000 shots, but I'm shooting 10,000 shots, I'm going to automatically win because I'm putting no more shots than you. Um, so essentially, it's just like, he going to outwork everybody around him. That's something that we thought our foundation was like, we going to outwork everybody around us, like point bank. 
period. There's nobody that's working harder than us. Um, and that's that's our and mindset. it's also smarter too. We're also not yeah. being foolish with our energy. But yeah, I think the cool thing about Ten Thousand Shots is that it's not just by sheer volume that you're beating somebody, yeah. but your form is improving. Um, your understanding of the game, your mechanics become more. Uh, it's uh, muscle memory instead of you having to do it every time. So it's just your game becomes more fluid. So now, ten thousand is your norm. You can move on and do so much more because your body is stronger. You're at a different level, so it takes a lot less effort to do more. And people are consistently like, "How are y'all doing X, Y, and Z?" It's like we do this daily, so it's not that much effort yep. for us to just add on this extra thing because our starting place is still beyond where most people are even willing to go. Mm-hmm. And as a third layer, um, a third layer to that is like it's consistency. Facts. Facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you only put in 100 shots, what are you doing? You, you shouldn't even be playing the game. It's a hobby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. go shoot people on the living. street. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're professionals. We're trying to go global with, like, yeah. member mentality. This is, this is the big leagues. <laughs> this ain't no little play play, not Pop Warner, yeah. not even high school so, ball. No. Nah. So, we outside, we putting up shots. Um, so, it's just so many different layers to that mindset. So, that's something that he talked about. And, um, man, just. Do you want to give an example of putting up shots, maybe? Because I feel like people don't get it. People are like, well, nobody's calling me. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, all right, let's talk from from an artist's perspective. (laughs) I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast yet, but it's like we in a new age, a time of marketing in the music industry. Um, Every industry. industry. It's just, it's changing. If you on the internet... You have to become a content creator, um, no matter what what you're doing. If you're an artist, or you know, you're a painter, you are, I don't know, you skateboard. I don't know, whatever that you're you doing. Own a blinds company. <laughs> yeah, it's about you have to put up the content. So the content is your shots. If you're only putting up content once a week, or you posting twice a week, like nobody's going to see that. Like especially with this algorithm these days, it's trash. Like, it is. But you have to put up more content in order for people to see it. And another mindset on top of that is, like, it's not even about how many people see it. It's about the right people seeing it. So if I'm in the gym every day and that coach, I'm going to even know that this coach is even watching me, but I'm in the gym every day putting up 10,000 shots. I'm not worried about if the fans see me that just show up to the game once a week and see me play. You preach it you know right I'm now. Saying? I'm worried yes. about the coach yes. seeing me because I'm trying to get a scholarship to Fact. my favorite college. Fact. So that's and what we talk about. That, okay, so let's stay here. That's so good. <laughs> you know what I mean? People consistently ask us, well, how do people, how do y'all get, how to, because people in positions to elevate people want to pe- see people who are self-motivated. Yeah. You don't even have to be the most gifted or talented. You just have to be consistent. We get calls from major brands because they consistently know we're going to deliver a product. Mm-hmm. There are bigger brands 
who have a lesser conversion rate than us or more known people who have worse conversion rates than us because, again, they're not out here in the world. We are consistent enough to where people are now saying, I don't know what they're doing, but every week we're looking, they're doing something. So I feel like they're capable of this thing. Just because you're bigger doesn't mean you're more capable. Facts. When people give you their money, they want, they're investing in your capabilities, not your clout. So it doesn't matter how small we are. We're capable, and therefore it opens up more doors because the people who are watching are watching our technique. Our technique tells them that we've been putting up shots. Your technique doesn't. You just painted a wall. <laughs> yeah, it was this um, clip on social media on Twitter that I saw not too long ago, a dream in green talking to like, I guess it was at a training camp or whatever. He was just saying, there's no reason I should be beating y'all in sprints right now. Mm. It's like, y'all younger, y'all 20-year-old, 19-year-olds, why am I beating y'all in sprints? Y'all not putting in the effort. Y'all just worry about just looking flashy or you know what I'm saying or you only want to show up when it's game time but it's like this is where you stand you only want to show up Draymond Green is not nowhere near the best NBA player and he's <laughs> in the old. NBA you know what I'm saying like yeah, he's and he's heavy yeah. like cause he's a, not even in a bad way he's a bigger dude if he's beating 19 and 20 year old rookie years rookies what exactly but the reason that he's in the position he's in with four rings, five rings, however many rings he got, because he got the same mindset. He's going to outwork everybody on that court. And that's why a lot of people don't like Draymond, because that man's going to get dog. physical. He's a dog on the court. You know what I'm saying? He don't get every rebound. He's going to hustle for the steal, the loose balls. He's doing all the things that nobody else going to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's the same mind. Like, how many superstars... That's going to come through in this generation. Everybody want to be the Drake. Everybody want to be Beyonce. But what about the currencies of the world? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what about the chameleonaires of the world? Come on now. Like, so take like, the music money, same mentality, flip that joint, become a... He's got... He's managing close to a billion in assets. Y'all want to be cool. <laughs> what that means? Chameleonaire is... He has his own hedge fund. Facts. What? Come on now. Y'all, it's, it's got to be different up here. I think people be sleep on Nas too. That man oh, moving man. differently. Do you know Ring? You know what I'm saying? Nas was an original best investor <laughs> you know in saying? Ring. Like, it's like what? Everybody want to be up front because they want to be seen. Don't worry about that. That's going to come. Like, we might not give Draymond Green his flowers, but we know who he is. Because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't. He ain't trying to be LeBron James. He's Draymond Green. And that's who he's trying to, that's who he is. Like, don't worry about being seen. So, I don't know. It's just so many different layers, man. Diving. I think, I think Lewis got a, a ebook or something, right? Yeah. On his site called 2000 Shot. So, diving on. 2000 Shot Theory. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, definitely tap in. I think something else that's still out during this conversation is, um, I think LaRussell spoke about it, but I think, um, Tyler actually the one who told him about it and it's about making albums and looking at it as real estate. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about this one. That's going to hit home. This one was great. So basically, his I think he, he talks about this in the culture playbook too, um, but basically, it's just so different. Like, he the singles is cool, which we always kind of what we push, but he's like, the albums though, it's what, it's like property. Like each album is a different property that you own. 
And then something that they do to keep the money in the family is like, if you give me money or help me or invest in me or work on me, now you're an owner or you have equity in this property. So that's something that LaRosa does. He said he gave his whole team team equity in in the album. That's why he dropped. I read the other day he dropped, what, 19 albums in the last two years. That means he's got 19 properties. And he's and independent. His team, and his team co-owns that. Most artists yes. are that type of selfless. Most artists are like, oh, you got your 20%, mm-hmm. your 30%, and we're out. And he's like, not only are you going to get your percent from what we're building now, but you get future residuals because you contributed Forever. to this. Yeah. So now everybody is even more geared into let's make this pop. Let's let's make wise decisions with the back catalog, all those different decisions. Yeah, Right. And he talks about even like, late, not not. If you want to go labor out, that's on you. But it's like, why rent the house? Like, you can only rent for it. Like, how long can you rent? Like, even in a real life instance, you don't want to rent forever. And he said uh, a label deal is like, I can't remember how he put it, but it's like, you made the house, but you're renting it from the label. And it's like, how are you paying rent in the house that you built, but they own it? And, and, And then even like, yeah, like he said, working with the labels like paying rent forever. You know, like what? Nobody would ever think that way in the same house that's not giving you. Mm-hmm. It's breaking down. They're not exploiting it. They've moved on to their other properties. You living in the hood and you don't even own it. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, that's something that's, I don't know. It's just, we got so many. And the festival not even that big. Like the summit, I don't know how many years they've been to Spark Summit actually going on, but it's so it's still like small. I think this net. was its first year, right? Oh, it was the first year. I think so. Dope, dope. So it's like, man, it feel like South what South by used to be before it got what it is now. Um, they had Ryan Wilson, who yeah. is one of the co-owners of Greenwood Bank, and he owns. Uh, he was a founder in the Gathering Spot, which is Atlanta, D.C., L.A. I'm actually on a Gathering Spot tour right now, yeah. crossing over these. Um, yeah, and and other just other business just people so many dope from people. So many dope all people. different areas. Like there was money. There was so much money in the city. That's another reason. Yeah. Another thing we have to talk about. There were so many um, business types who are looking to invest in creatives and invest in creative companies. And so even as a business model, we're about to shift a lot of our focus to Tulsa because there's so much money in the city. Because their goal is to become the next music city. They want to be the next Austin or Atlanta within the next ten years. So. They have city endowments, they have investors, they have nonprofits, and they're essentially like Tulsa Connect is paying people to move into Tulsa yeah. to work there if they are if you're a remote worker. There's just so much opportunity. So for us, another one of our reasons that we're constantly putting up shots is to be put in new environments. And when you're in a new environment, <clears throat> we could hustle in Austin and Atlanta for the rest of our lives. Facts. But for one year we could hustle in Tulsa and get way more results. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's another thing. More shots means that you learn more quicker. So you're not spending the same effort to get it to get a massive result result. Whereas we used to throw a show and maybe make three hundred dollars. Now it's like when we throw shows, we don't even care about the ticket sales anymore because we have sponsors. Yeah. So like it's just but had we kept 
throwing shows to t- sell tickets, you're playing, a, you're you're hustling backwards. You got to start somewhere. You got to build a basis. But now it's like, okay, tickets are cool, but this person gave us 3000 This person gave us 5000 <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm we glad Gucci. y'all came, but now it's we can really provide opportunities. Yeah. And that came from us being exposed to different ways to do business and not just repeating the same cycles because we're not putting up enough shots to change our cycle. Yep. So, yeah, we just want to encourage y'all, like, put up the shots, do the work, and get outside. Like, go meet people. Like, the internet is cool, but, you know what I'm saying? You can only do so much. Like, go the meet some people. The internet is like the go playground. Network. Yeah. It's like, a, it's, like a, it's like the playground, but we live in the real world. Like, that playground is cool, but it's not going to, ain't nothing going to happen on the playground, right. really. You may meet up with somebody and make a deal, but. Facts. Like, go go meet some people. Go outside. Um, yeah. And be a person. Let's just say this. Be human. <laughs> don't, don't, don't walk in the room like, I do this, this, and this, and you yeah. need to pay attention to me. We were around some really big people, and it wasn't about let's talk to them or let's show up to this panel. Even when I was younger, I used to be like, we got to show up to this panel so they know who we are and they work with us. Now it's just about the knowledge. Right. When we do the right thing and become the right people, the right opportunities come to us. Facts. We don't have to, hey, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to us. Talk to like, like, nah, like we're here for the knowledge. Facts. The knowledge is priceless. Priceless. So show up, but show up ready to learn and then show up ready to serve. Like if somebody needs you to do something, you know, like it costs a lot for to fly, to be honest, to fly us out to do panels. But we saw that the the panels were in their first years and we were like, it wasn't no money, but we didn't take we didn't take what our regular rate was because we wanted to invest. It's a new city we'd never been mm-hmm. to. We wanted to learn, so we're like, if y'all are gonna make it opportunity, we'll sacrifice a little bit on that end. Right. It may be one of the most worth trips we have ever, ever taken. taken. I wasn't even going there first. Yeah, and and this this was two weeks ago. Yeah, and we're looking at the real world. Like literally, our Already. next meeting is yeah. coming from something that happened there. Facts. So it's. You ha- don't come in just, I want this thing. Show up as you. If you are the right person, that opportunity it's is going to present, present itself. Like perfect example, real quick, just so y'all know. Like, we was in a green room or the art, whatever room you call it, I guess green room, with LaRussell and Ty. Um, and Ty. Yeah. But we was just like, hey, LaRussell, my name is Brandon Boone. I work for Bill's Own Dreams. Like, we literally didn't say, I was like, yo, what's good, bro? I was like, yo, he's like, he was like, man, I already know. You ain't got to say nothing. Dapped up, and that was it. Like, we didn't have no long conversation. Um, same thing with Ty. I walked up to him. I was like, bro, appreciate you. We learned a lot. I left there at that. He kind of, you came in the room. Yeah, he came he up to me bit. and was like, oh, that's your business partner? I'm right. like, yeah. He heard me talking to the other guy about me us being a creative agency. Yeah, he so then he was like, us. oh, so y'all are a creative agency. I'm like, yeah. And then he was like, what do you do? Well, we build then community. We do, 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 do. You know he was saying? like, give me your number. Easy. I, I'm not saying it's always going to be like that, but I'm saying it's like I just didn't go to him again. Hey, my name Ben Boom. We like, oh, actually, he complimented on my shirt. That's what oh, made me talk to true, him. True, true, true. He was like, I like your shirt. I was like, cool. yeah, man, that's our shirt. But I kept it. I wasn't trying to give him no good pitch. Like, he was chilling. Cause you got to fill the room out sometimes, too. Like, he was You snacking. already in the room. Yeah. Don't like, try to sell in the it. room. Yeah, you already don't there. Don't force it. So, it's a, I think that's it. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Like, comment, share. Um, tap in with us. 
Make sure you follow the BRD Gram and BRD Tweets on social media. And if you want to comment below, like, the type of shots you're putting up or the questions about your shots, I feel like it's normal for us. This is what we talk about all the time. It's super regular for us to understand these things because we're talking about them all day. Right. If you don't understand this, we can do a breakout on Instagram or another YouTube video. So if you have questions, like, comment. Tap in. We'll say what's up. Bet. See y'all next time.